0: Hey Banana Slugs, welcome back to another Slugcast episode. My name is Maya. You've probably heard the three letters DRC during some point in your time at UC Santa Cruz, but do you know what they stand for? The DRC is the Disability Resource Center at UC Santa Cruz. According to their website, the DRC strives to support retention and graduation of students with disabilities, promote a non-discriminatory campus environment, and encourage student development and independence. Additionally, they lead UCSC in its commitment to recognize disability as a valued aspect of diversity, ensuring equal and meaningful access to campus programs in collaboration with students, staff, and faculty, and promoting more welcoming and inclusively designed environments. So what does the DRC do exactly? Well... The Disability Resource Center serves about 2,800 students by providing a number of accommodation and services. The DRC accommodates people with permanent disabilities such as learning disabilities, attention deficit disorder, better known as ADD, visual, mobility, and hearing impairments, psychological disabilities, and chronic systemic disorders. They also help students with temporary medical conditions such as broken bones, pregnancy related complications, and recovery from a medical procedure. So how do accommodations work exactly? Students may receive a reasonable accommodation or modification to a course, program, service, job, activity, or facility so that they too can have an equal opportunity at excelling and enjoying opportunities and experiences that all students have access to. There are four most common forms of accommodation requests. This includes in-class, coursework, exam, and other for in-class accommodations, that may include accessible furniture, adaptive equipment, note-taking support, class or lab assistance, sign language interpreting and real-time captioning. For example, with accessible furniture, this can include providing a standalone chair or wheelchair accessible desks. Another common form of accommodation requests is under coursework. If your disability affects your coursework, the DRC can aid you with coursework accommodations. This support ranges from reading and writing support to creating flexible timelines to consideration for alternate content and so forth. The DRC uses and recommends a number of assistive technology software, which can be found on their website at drc.ucsc.edu. When it comes to exam accommodations, if your disability impacts exams or quizzes, the DRC can put into place accommodations such as CCTVs, which are machines that magnify printed text onto a monitor for visually impaired students. Also, distraction-reduced testing environment, enlarged font exams, extended testing time, readers, scribes, or the use of a laptop. And when it comes to other accommodations, the DRC can put into place any additional accommodations if other aspects of your life are affected. For example, the DRC works with the dining hall and housing. They can help students with medical or disability-related food concerns talk to dining hall managers. If your disability impacts your housing experience, you can request accommodations through the DRC to modify your existing living environment. Furthermore, students who need a lighter course load for disability-related reasons may also work with the DRC to be part-time, which is 10 units or less. Students who receive financial aid may find more information about how part-time status may affect you on their website. Other forms of accommodations include accommodations for placement exams, referrals, service animals and transportation accommodation authorizations. So this may include free campus rides via the disability van service or obtaining parking authorizations for those with DMV handicapped placards. Today, I'm joined by a wonderful lady who is here to share her experiences with the DRC.
1: Hello everyone. I'm Sarah Gringard. Nice to meet you. I'm a third year intensive psychology and education double major. Yeah, UCSC go figure.
0: (laughs) But um yeah. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Of
1: course, Maya. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I guess, good morning. Hello.
0: Good morning, (laughs) hello. So today we are talking about the DRC and just all that it does for its students and I have heard that you have received some accommodations before, and I was wondering how that has helped you and how the DRC has helped you during your time at Santa Cruz. Yeah, I mean, that's wow, that's a good question. I mean, throughout at least my time at
1: Santa Cruz, you know, at first when I got here, I had to, of course, like work out all the paperwork and set up meetings to kind of figure out actually you know what services i could receive from them and the first services that they offered me was like it was kind of like this pen that can actually like audio record um, the lectures that you attend oh, wow. and then basically like when you go after lecture back to like at another library or your room you yeah. can play that recording and it can help you like at least like transcribe it so that way it's I will admit that accommodation like went out quickly. So I only had that for a little bit, but that was really helpful. I mean, cool. I've also been able to audio record just through like my phone or like my computer lectures, which I think that tended to be more helpful. Nice. I think that just seemed more, or I guess it was easier for me just cause I had it all in one place. And I always use my computer and phone. Um, I think a, Though, if I'm going to be honest, I think the most helpful accommodation has been, um, well, for some students, they receive time and a half on examinations, which is what I get. Other people can get double the time that, you know, the exam requires. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also have it spaced out of, over multiple days. Um, I also have received one-on-one tutoring, which has been absolutely fabulous. Oh, awesome. Like, nice. bless msi for providing that but yeah i'd say that those are chef's kiss oh
0: uh the gosh. best accommodations <laughs> that they've offered me and i've Amazing. received the pen sounds cool i mean i'm sure tutoring was the most helpful but i don't know why the pen makes me think of like a spy movie or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it honestly looked like it was a spy gadget like i was kind of like Even then, I'm like, wait, they make things like that? Like, wow.
0: I was just kind of blown away, honestly. That's cool though, that's good. I'm glad to hear though that you've received so much help and that you've found some good accommodations that are best suited for you. Mm -hmm. What is it like being a college student with a disability? Have you experienced any ableism at UCSC? Ooh, oh boy. I mean, for me, I guess, First off, I guess,
1: being an autistic woman myself, I think that, you know, a lot of the times like I have received just like conceptions that or I should say perceptions of people just, you know, not even expecting me to graduate high school. And so for me to enter college, I think, is just a whole new realm. Even then, I had to move or at least adjust my mind to begin to accept change just because, you know, at first I was planning to stay really close, but Mm. I wanted to get out of Newport Beach because I just, I didn't really have the most pleasant high school experience, let alone I, I just wanted a different culture change and just like environment change from what I've grown up in. And so I guess getting past my fear of change was, I think, one of the harder parts. I think also just like all the new stimuli that came into my environment, like giant lecture halls, like, oh, you wow. know, lots more people in classes. I think that was really challenging. But also in terms of like um, a lot of talking and noise, like oh. that would like sometimes overwhelm me. And like also like all the different like sometimes like really bright lights and things like that. And I just was like, oh, my God, like and, you know, yeah. like. I remember like one time I was just not having it one day and I just literally broke down in class mm-hmm. because I was like, this is overwhelming. Of course. But like, I think that the DRC has definitely helped in terms of reducing that overall pressure and like anxiety that I've felt and like helping... A- you know, adjust me to these changes. Yeah. Also, their accommodations with testing has been beautiful because I remember when I first started testing, Mm -hmm. I didn't do so hot on like, you know, some exams. And I think that, granted, might be a good majority of students, but I just remember feeling really overwhelmed because I was like, oh my God, you know, like I'm doing so poorly on these exams, even though I've studied, like, what do I do? And I also realized how pressured I felt racing against the clock to finish the exam and so I think with that time and a half accommodation that I was able to work out that definitely helped me become more academically successful throughout my three years here that's so Um, awesome is that
0: more or less the question? I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you totally answered it. And I'm so glad to hear, like, I thought your experience has been so positive. And I just want to say, like, I am proud of you. I I didn't know high school Sarah, but like I am so amazed by college Sarah and just how much you do. And I think that it's just awesome that you're here. You are like people thought you wouldn't graduate high school, and you're a college double major oh, and like you. A, a year or less than a year away from graduation. So yeah, that's awesome. And I'm I'm excited to see what you do next. As always. Thank you. Oh, that means know. a lot. <laughs> of course. What is one common misconception that you think people have about disabilities or being disabled? Ooh. Before I answer that question, I just thought of
1: like another accommodation that oh, the yeah, DRC of offers. Yeah. I also received this, granted it was when we were in person, yes. but you actually can test either in a room by yourself. Oh. Or you can test in a like another room with less people in it, so that way you don't feel overwhelmed. This is one I've definitely taken advantage yeah. of just because I think that's also a thing, you know, that I've experienced anxiety from and oh, I've totally. and has made me be on, you know, unsuccessful academic wise. But anyway, oh, I yeah. guess back to that question. I think that, you know, this is something that I've just personally have experienced, you know, and I think that I hate to put it this way, but I feel like there's a sense of ignorance mm-hmm. that occurs with neurological differences. And I think that this is why more or less I want to be a teacher one day. I think that if, you know, we as people can also just bring awareness and let alone correct factual awareness to different Mm -hmm. neurodiversities, that would be huge. I think one thing though is that I have definitely heard so many times throughout my life and more or less more currently, you don't appear autistic. Mm -hmm. And oh, boy, does that boil my blood? Because I think that, you know, that comment within itself just states like, oh, you know, autism has a face, face or like outward appearance. And there are certain stereotypes that are associated with autism. And I think that, you know, that, well, I know that that's not true. You know, you have honestly, even with the people that I've met, who are on the autism spectrum, you know, everyone's experiences, everyone's encounterances are completely different. And even the ways in which that they think and process and interact with the world is so different. And I think that, these differences should be voiced and amplified and also celebrated as well because yeah. it gives people more insight into how people have gone about their lives and how and like what levels of support that they have you know used or needed and even then understand you know like <laughs> autism doesn't have a appearance you yeah. know and even then another misconception i just so often in the media, I feel like what is being often portrayed are like little boys with autism and or sorry, autistic little boys. Most people with or autistic or autistic individuals prefer identity first language. And this yeah. is something I've actually learned recently. You know, so all throughout my life, I've heard, oh, you're a woman with autism. I've kind of like, Begin to understand, like, how this can be labeling, how this can be othering. And, you know, when you are able to use, you know, identity first language, it's, you know, celebrating neurological differences rather than stigmatizing them. And I think that that is actually... misconception I've learned. And then I think that people associate, you know, like ADHD or Mm -hmm. autism spectrum disorder with, you know, hyper little boys. And Mm -hmm. I think that women are off and also um, non-binary and LGBTQ plus folks are often underrepresented. And so I would love to see like the media portray more or at least other people that are not little boys. Yeah, if we can get past this whole image or appearance thing, I think that would be great. Also, the glorification of disabilities, mm-hmm. like saying this is the ideal way that someone functions or like, I feel like I've seen it so many times in like, you know, movies and media too. And I'm just like, I'm kind of over it. You know, I think that that often gives people misconceptions of yeah. how neurologically different people go about their lives and let alone how their experiences are. And yeah. so, I don't know, That's those are a few that I can think of off the top of my head. I could ramble about this for know. hours, but, you know... I just I think it's important to talk about
0: and my yeah. goodness do I appreciate you having oh, me to talk oh about this. I appreciate you talking about this and I I am learning so much too from you. I can't remember what you called it but celebratory kind of term of like putting one word in front of another. Oh, identity first Um, language. Identity first language. Thank you. Because I feel like that's a big part of just understanding people, just language and using language because language has such a strong impact on like how we feel and how obviously how we communicate. So I really appreciate you telling me that. I don't know, just learning more about language and how we can be more inclusive first with like words and communicating and like just understanding how people identify. I think that's really important, and I know I've told you this before, but I'm so glad that we have amazing people like you who are hoping to be in education someday. And I just can't imagine like all the little all the little Sarahs who will be like, yes, look at this awesome lady as my role model. She's gonna teach me great things. So, oh my god. <laughs> so I, but seriously, I am so I'm just so grateful to have you here, and I really appreciate your honesty and just your openness. So. Oh my god, yes. you're gonna bring me to tears, Maria. Oh know uh, but. The- Thank you. oh my god um it's my pleasure honestly oh, thank you yeah. for giving me the space to talk oh of course <laughs> yes is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners either just about anything I, I guess um honestly i mean i know that probably
1: they may or may not know me but i would be more than happy to help get them situated with the drc oh. you know I've also just met people even in classes who have worked for the DRC, which is awesome to hear. And, you know, they've actually taught me stuff like what resources they offer, their experiences working there. And, you know, I I just I think that overall, like I've had pleasant experiences. And for what it's worth, I'm sorry if other folks have not. That sounds horrible. And, you know, I hope that at least from the accommodations that I've received, other people can receive them, too. And even more so, it's Autism Awareness Month
0: on, um,
1: you know, yeah, and also, so I've just been, like, every other days or so, just posting more accurate and more critically examined information about that. That's really cool. Yeah, like, even challenging, like, Autism Speaks because, well, I know that's controversial, but, you know... Yeah. Um, They just have, like, they kind of have some ableism going on there with Mm. the whole puzzle piece logo, and that's something else. But otherwise, yes, love the DRC. They've helped me a lot. And,
0: yeah, I hope that everyone has a good weekend and, you know, start to the next week as well. (laughs) Sorry, one last question. Do you have any recommendations for reliable sources that people can utilize to learn more about autism? Ooh, actually, there's this. I think on Instagram, I
1: mean, this is just one resource that I've found, and they actually have a lot of, they do a lot of sketches with around autism awareness. It's called autism, and it's like underscore sketches on Instagram. They just they do a lot of like drawings and then they have like a lot of like at least facts and they're pretty damn accurate because they get them approved and they take resources from like Autistics for Autistics and Autistic Self Advocacy Network. I really appreciate them because they also bring up they do shout outs with good organizations like those that's
0: cool Awesome. well thank you for sharing thank you for having me maya amazing thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah perfect okay well thank you so much sarah talking to sarah made me feel really hopeful and happy that there are people like her who want to educate others and talk more about being disabled you may be wondering why is all of this important Well, it's important to remember that there is no one way a disability looks. In fact, many disabilities aren't obvious to onlookers. We need to break down our preconceived notions of what it means to be disabled and make inclusive spaces. Disabled individuals deserve the same opportunities and experiences as those without disabilities. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode helped you learn more about UC Santa Cruz's Disability Resource Center. If you're interested in learning more about the DRC, please visit their website at drc.ucsc.edu. If you have any questions or need possible accommodations, please email the DRC at drc.ucsc.edu or call 831-459-2089. Thank you so much, Banana Slugs!